The Lord be with you. And with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he put water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who has bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also ought to love one another's, wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus. Amen. How many of you like feet? I mean, I like my own feet. They get me where I want to go, but I'm not wild about your feet. And I bet you're probably not too wild about mine either. I'm going to tell you a legendary story for a man who's a legend in my life. Probably none of you, maybe, maybe some of you know him, but I doubt it. He's one of my favorite seminary professors, now sainted in heaven, uh, Dr. Norman Nagel. And you have to understand, Dr. Nagel was a rather, he was the classic eccentric professor in a very thick British accent, which was all part of the intrigue. And he was nor, known for all kinds of, of quirky antics and theatrics that he would do in the classroom to grab your attention. So this particular time was when he looked at his class and he asked rhetorically, I got to get into the part here. Where do we find Christ? Hmm. And then in the class, he grabbed a chair and he climbed up on the chair with a piece of chalk in his hand. And way up near the ceiling, at the top of the wall, he wrote Christ on the wall. Do we find Christ up here? And then he climbed down, and in the middle, on the chalkboard, he wrote Christ again. Do we find Christ here? 
And then finally, in the classroom, in front of a bunch of seminarians, he gets down on his hands and his feet, and with that chalk, he writes Christ on the floor. Do we find Christ here? Yes, here's where we find Christ. Which is precisely where we find Christ tonight. On his hands and knees, that eccentric rabbi doing the work of a slave, washing the grody feet of his disciples. Friends, this is one of the greatest mysteries of our faith. St. Paul describes it so eloquently in Philippians 2. Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself. By taking the form of a slave, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. See, we must never, ever get sick of pondering this great truth, this mystery. God came down. Almighty God came down from heaven for us because we had no way up to Him. And He came down so low that He literally puts Himself beneath us and serves us as a slave. When you heard John say that he cast off his outer garments, surely John is implying more than, you know, he just took his robe off but that he cast off his own divine glory so that he could show us the depths to which he was willing to go for you and for me. And yet he would go even lower than washing feet. He would go to his death, death on a cross, a brutal, agonizing death for a criminal. He would go into the depths of the dark grave and he'd do it all for us. And if I, your Lord and your teacher, wash your feet, then you also ought to wash one another's feet. We struggle with humility, don't we? I mean, the minute I think that I'm humble, guess what? I'm not. (laughs) I have set an example for you, says Jesus. It could also be translated pattern. I've set a pattern for you, a pattern for life. Not simply the ritual of washing feet, though that's a very good thing to do, but it's everyday life. It's putting ourselves beneath, in the slave's place, being willing to give your life for the other, being willing to sacrifice. So here's the question. And you can put your own name in. Where do we find Spencer? Hmm. Do we find him up here? Do we find him here? Or do we find him down here? Jesus said, now that you know these things, Blessed are you if you do them. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.